love the eyes. I love the concept of helping people be able to see. I mean, myself, I am blind. I'm standing there holding that Viking helmet with the horns on it. All the VAs were out there cheering, and then they'd all come and unload your vehicle and drop everything off in your room. What if I don't get along with my roommate? I hope everything's here. Most of my friends were international students. I think really, you guys just inspired me a lot, and I admired all of you. And then I did the study abroad. I went to Greece, went to Spain. My internship happened to be at the Cathedral Segovia. I always thought you were kind of cute and started flirting around. My biggest regret was that I was so studious. Much as I hated award and my fascination skills were off the chart, I often find myself wishing that I could go back to school, if not just to meet people and learn new things. Welcome back to college. I'm your host, Zach Stevenson, and today in the classroom, we've got our very first American guest. With Mexican and Maltese in her blood, this person was not shy hanging out with international students. Following her sense of adventure, she did two study abroad trips to both Greece and Spain, each unlocking new perspectives you simply can't learn in a classroom. Officially finishing with art and Spanish as majors with an entrepreneurship minor, this person decided to further her studies after Augustana. She obtained a certification in kitchen and bathroom design, which has helped her land her current role as a design assistant at a design build firm. Calling from the land of 10,000 lakes, Minnesota, don't you know? Please welcome Sophia Preciado. So, Sophia, I'm interested to know about what the college culture was like because you are from the US and um, I guess because a lot of people on this show I've been talking to come from overseas but being a local American I'm curious to know what that whole college culture was like and particularly for you in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis St. Paul the college culture mm-hmm. Way to start off with a heavy question. Okay. <laughs> we don't mess around. Um, college culture. Well, let me back up a little bit and I'll explain why I chose Augie over a different school maybe. That might help explain some of it. But um, I had a couple options for my schooling. Um, and I know I wanted to go to a smaller school so that I could have a more personal relationship with my professors. I didn't want to just be a number in the classroom, which was something that you could easily get at like the U of M. I wanted a, a school where I didn't feel like I was getting lost on campus all the time. Um, but I also wanted a school that would provide me with uh, plenty of opportunities to be able to meet new people and explore options that I might not have had if I hadn't gone to higher education. Um, I'd say something about the college culture. One thing that a lot of people think when they think of college is full-time partying. (laughs) Um, There was definitely partying, um, but not as much as some people might believe. I mean, there are places where you can, but the nice thing that I liked about Augie was that there were serious sororities or sorority clubs or anything like that that would detract from my education. So I was 
was fairly serious about my education and that's why I chose a school that had a nice Christian background and place where I had opportunities to meet people like you. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Um, it's interesting you say, yeah, we didn't have at Augie all the big frat parties and the massive frat mansions and all that stuff that you see in the movies. It was a bit more low-key, which I think in many ways was, I think, probably a good thing. Um, and we're, we're not Definitely particularly... Definitely beneficial. We're not particularly party people either, so I think it was kind of good that we could go to a few, but, I mean, yeah, there was plenty of other things to do and plenty of other opportunities to have fun. Um, and just to, mm-hmm. to pull that apart a bit more, I'm, I'm curious to know what were a lot of your friends from high school going to college? Was there maybe influence from your family, like this is just what you do? Did you kind of always think you were going to go to college? I always knew I was going to go to college. Both my parents strongly believed in higher education. Um, my mom's family pushed for that, and my dad was the first in his family to get a higher education as well. And so they they strongly believed that it was one one way to success, not that they would have frowned upon me if I had chosen not to. Um, but I think they really appreciated that I wanted to as well. Um, yeah, what was your other question? <laughs> um, well, like, were there was everyone else from your high school going to college? Was that just the normal thing to <laughs> do? The assumed my high path? school friends. Well, a lot of my friends in high school also came from affluent families that believed in higher education. Um, I think that was a. Uh, with with most the kids in Melon's view, I think they all wanted to better themselves and pursue higher education. Um, a lot of my friends stayed local. Um, quite a few of them actually went to the U of M, but some of them went to Mankato. Um, some of them, few of them left state, like Iowa. Uh, but... I think the group mentality of like, yeah, my friends are going to go to college. Um, It just was like a natural piece of the puzzle for me, another step in my journey. I don't think there was ever a time that I was like, I don't want to go to college. Yeah. Yeah, terrific. Um, Were there other colleges that you almost went to? Because I guess you had the luxury of doing some visits, whereas a lot of us just you know, put the finger on the map and that's where we're going to go. We're going to hope for the best. Any, mini, mighty, mo, yeah. Um, no, I had uh, quite a few options. Um, being where I was, uh, there were a couple schools that, I think it came down to three schools in the end. One was Bethel, which is where my mom teaches. Um, and the other one was... And I've been to Bethel too. I kind of, um, because yeah, your mum taught there and um, just over some of the breaks, I, yeah, I was at your place and we we went to there and it's, yeah, it's a beautiful kind of enclosed college because it's all, yeah, like in the bush and it's um, quite beautiful. Mom, it's got that lake and you can't get in unless it's it's just swimming through the lake. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) And I guess that kind of stacks up even more as to, yeah, why you didn't go there. Because you. I mom? didn't I go there. 
No, I, I get along great with my mom most of the days, you know. Um, for me, it was I wanted to go to a college and explore myself. I didn't want to be about 15 minute drive from my house every day. I didn't, I wanted it. I wanted to, you know, start growing up and being independent a little bit, which is kind of a bit ironic because I live at home now <laughs> again hey, it's so fine do I. It's I love it <laughs> <laughs> got the this podcast studio um, in the in the bedroom it's all good but i also wanted to go to a school that was uh not too far away from home so when i looked at my three options i said uh well, this one's only a four and a half hour drive away. I can manage that. It's close enough where I could drive up for holidays and special occasions, um, but far enough away where I wasn't going to be expected home every weekend. Um, I think one thing about Augie that I really liked was that it had a a city around it. It wasn't in the middle of a cornfield, and that was <laughs> one of my big determinations. I know I might have a different opinion on that. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, so... Concordia, Nebraska was a close one, and that was Cornfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nebraska, definitely, more so than Sioux Falls. Um, and so you've spent, even before Augie, you spent a bit of time in Sioux Falls because you have some family there? Oh, my mom grew up in Sioux Falls, uh, and we used to drive back to Sioux Falls about once a month to visit my grandpa when he was there. Um, got some, I got an uncle, two uncles there, actually. I got, I got family there and close people that I enjoy talking to. So it was kind of like a secondary home, I guess. Not, not like home, but yeah, a place I didn't mind going to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it seems like you made the right choice in the end. Um, and so obviously that's yeah. What was, (laughs) what did you want to get out of college? What were your kind of goals that you had going in? (laughs) My goals. Um, well, I started Augustana with a biology major, uh, and a Spanish in art minors. Okay. (laughs) And that, how did that turn that's out? not what I graduated with. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I had goals of being an optometrist. <laughs> did you really? I did. I did. I loved eyes. I loved the concept of helping people be able to see. I mean, myself, I am blind. I need contacts and visual aids. <laughs> so I was one of the ideas for me in finding a career would have been a job that helps people and makes life easier for others um and i was like what better way to do that than to go into optometry and be an eye doctor um because at my church there was a one of my friends father was an optometrist and i got to see him do that and he did uh, mission trips as well and i was like oh my goodness that's so amazing um but you know halfway most the way through freshman year i'm like I cannot stand another chemistry class for the life of me. I am going to expel my brains if I take another chemistry class. 
And don't get me wrong, I loved biology. I still like biology. It's just the chemistry courses. I I couldn't I couldn't pull it, you know. Yeah, and no, so I understand I ended up completely. switching my majors. <laughs> what? I I was uh before I even got to Augie on the like on my application forms, I put down that I was going to be a chemistry major. And <laughs> don't know why I did that because oh <laughs> before I even got to Augie, I had already switched and I switched over to sports science because I thought, no, that's probably more in my lane, more up my alley. <laughs> so I get the whole chemistry thing. Um, <laughs> a question I like to ask, which I find good to reflect on personally, what was arriving day like? What was that journey from home? Because it would have been different for you because... I guess being in only a four-hour driveway, you could probably load up the car with all sorts of stuff, whereas a lot of us just had, you know, a backpack and a suitcase, and that was all we were coming with. So just take me back to that day where you're leaving home, off to college. Um, Leaving home, um, mother wanted as many pictures as possible. (laughs) Of course. So... You know, like a full photo session in the driveway after car, was it the van back then? I think it was the van. Really? Packed. We <laughs> just had it packed. Um, <laughs> there's one picture that I like. Um, I'm, you know, in the acceptance package from Augie, they had like a little paper Viking helmet with the horns oh, on yeah. it and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I was standing there holding that and just like leaning against this full vehicle. <laughs> That's so cheesy. I um, feel like that that sort of um, what do you call it? It's not patriotism, but like the just the the college culture itself with all the like yeah, we got sent the little Viking hats that we could take pictures with. It. I feel like nowhere else in the world in the gets bus. so behind their college like the the US people do. Crazy. Uh, even, like even on day one before you've even gone, well, to spend our money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you took took your photos, and then then what happened? You hit the road. We hit the road. Oh, I do not remember much beyond that. Just another very long drive. I probably fell asleep. To be honest, I <laughs> fall asleep when I hit the road in general. Kind of so dangerous. Did you, who'd you go with? I think. Both my parents, pretty yeah. sure. That's lucky. Yeah. Mom and dad. And then what happened when you pulled up? What were you feeling? Were you right. excited? What did happen? Um, no, I was very anxious. I was like, what if I don't get along with my roommate? Oh my God, there's so much motion going on here. I just, uh, can I come back another day? And, you know, all the VAs were out there, like, cheering, and then they'd all come and unload your vehicle and drop everything off in your room, and you're like, I hope everything's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I find that funny so, because um, a lot of us international students, we came the week before the bombard of all the American yeah, students. So we remember that move-in day when because it was all nice and quiet we'd all kind of just settled into our dorm rooms often a lot of us didn't even have roommates yet and then all of a sudden we just get there's just truckloads of (laughs) americans pulling up to the curb and with boxes full of crap like getting couches and all sorts of stuff up the dorms (laughs) (laughs) yes 
I was in Berg Soccer Hall. Mm-hmm. As was I. On the second floor, I remember getting in there into my room and just trying to figure out where I'm going to put things. And that this is where I met Nishma. Nishma was my VA yeah. um, from Mauritius. And she comes to the door. I could not understand a word that came out of her mouth. She was so soft-spoken. And I was like, could you repeat that? <laughs> and she said it again. We're like, oh, okay. And then she leaves. And I just look at my parents and we're like, what's she saying? Because <laughs> I couldn't hear her. She was like whispering, I swear. Yeah, she's so she's such a gentle, kind person. Um, Sweetheart, which... I love Nishma. Nishma was a great friend. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> later on became, yeah, she was very much integral part of, um, yeah, sort of not our friendship group but yeah as just someone that we could always call upon duck in and obviously being your well she was a key figure in like the international group yeah iconic (laughs) we'll have to get her on at some point yeah you let me know if you do (laughs) yeah um i'm just gonna open it up was there anything do you remember much else about you know maybe welcome week or those first, was there anything that stuck out to you that you were scared of or you thought was super exciting? They did a lot of things in Welcome Week to make us feel like uh, it was going to work out and their their strategy worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you mean by that? It worked. As in, you know, like the first day after all the chaos and everything, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. This is just so much going on. How am I supposed to sit down and focus on anything? Um, it's very full on. I did. <laughs> and, you know, the the homesickness starts to set in a little bit. And you're like, I kind of second guessing myself here. But then through all the activities and um, I think where they are FYS groups, um, bonding with people. It made it seem like, uh, I can do this. Things are calming down. This is fun. There's going to be activities for us to participate in. And there's going to be plenty of time to focus on school. Um, what yeah, else happened? That's interesting in that you have, um, because I think, well, just reflecting for me personally, my goal wasn't, like, my number one goal was basketball. It wasn't to, you know, be an academic study and all that. But I think um, Augie is a very prestigious college and it takes its academics very seriously and it's great great professors, great classes, great programs. Um, Good. Was there a favorite class that you had? Not chemistry. <laughs> Definitely not chemistry. Um, well, but going off of I used to be a biology major and then I wasn't a biology major. I think part of that was because I was an art major and I always have loved art. I mean, that might sound a little cliche, but I really, really have. Um, and so my favorite classes are probably my art classes. Um, as for favorite professors, probably my FYS class. Um, Dr. O'Hara, 
solid. Ten out of ten. One of my favorite professors ever. Yeah, Same. what was what was so good about him? I don't know. I feel like he really understood like the students, and he gave everybody like a fair shot. It wasn't just like, oh, you can't do this. Well, that sucks. It was, oh, you can't do this. Well, let's let's figure it out. Why not? Or is there a way around this? Um, very understanding. I felt like he was really engaged with uh, what he was teaching, even if it wasn't like his main subject per se. Um, I just felt like he really was able to make me enjoy my class. I think that's said. Yeah. And then turning that one, what was your least favorite class? Was it a chemistry class? Probably. Did you? I'd say oh, math in general, but I don't think only... I took math until sophomore year. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I think, yeah, not many people seem to like, yeah, I think, was that math 140? I have no idea. Well, there's the quantum um, physics. Yeah, I don't know. There, um, yeah, a lot of people said that. Yeah, that even just that basic math class. I think because I took uh, a different one, but everyone said that that like even that foundational math class was. It seemed to be so much harder than all the stuff that I was doing. But I don't know. I had it. I had some calculus class that I did in high school, so um, it was kind of just just revision for me. Um. You Third. did study abroad. Could you talk about that? What that experience was like? I had a couple, couple opportunities to study abroad. I know I did a with Dr. O'Hara, uh, a group of students over spring break. We did a quick little thing, and we went to Greece. Um, that was my first adventure out of the United States. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Was that freshman year? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And then, yeah, because I remember you went to Greece. And then, did you do? Did a year in Spain, or six months? I did well. It was a whole semester, a semester abroad. Yeah. Which um, so oh. that was was that sophomore year, must have been. Happened at some point. It's hard. It is hard to remember. Like that's. I'm trying to. To like my mind works kind of piecing it in a timeline. But um, yeah. Well, it's um. Well, yeah. We'll we'll talk about the Greece. What what sort of things? What was that program that you did in Greece? What were you studying? I wish I could tell you a lot more details. (laughs) I just know that I loved it. Well, because it is study abroad, not just go on holiday to Greece for spring break. That's just what it was. It was a, a study in Greece. Like we were, you know, every place we went to before we went, we'd do our research on it so that we as individual students could present to our fellow classmates about where we were going. And I think that was wonderful because it gave us so much more of a connection to where we were versus just like going there and having the tour guide explain everything to you is like yeah okay wonderful that's pretty nice but no like actually doing our research knowing the history um i think it was it had to have been some sort of theology based class 
Yeah, of course. I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm glad um, you learned lots history. from that. We <laughs> had a good I time, did. so that's the main thing. Um, and I then did. what? <laughs> what about Spain? Spain, my semester abroad. Um, well, that's uh, it was interesting. I went to Spain and I got to live with a host family. Um, they were a very lovely family. Um, nice couple, three daughters, only two of them lived at home. Um, did I speak plenty of Spanish? Not as much as I should have, I admit, and I still need a lot of practice. <laughs> um, but we did take classes. We didn't work directly with the school in Segovia, which is where we were stationed. Um, but we had our classes provided through Bethel. So my semester abroad wasn't actually through Augustana. It was through Bethel. Right. Because they were, they had a really well-known program in the Spain where they set us up with internships and everything that we needed. Um, my internship happened to be at the Cathedral Segovia, and I think I learned a lot more there than I did anywhere else. Like, definitely not in the classrooms, <laughs> but more just being in a place like that with a lot more history and different people coming through. Um, a lot of the kids in that semester abroad were either going to be teachers in the future or were Spanish majors or minors. Um, I, at that point, had already become an art major. So <laughs> I was not looking at the same internships that a lot of them were. Some of them were in like schools and were helping with the teach the classes a little bit here and there. Um, I felt very fortunate to be placed in the cathedral. It was the first. Nobody else in that court in that course had ever been interned at the cathedral before. Oh right. And it was really fun. Like they had like a little museum portion of it. Like, look at this. This is really old and this is Were you the, the basic, tour guide? But... I did help with the tour guide. So the Cathedral of Segovia actually once once upon a time had the tallest uh spire in all of Spain but a fire tragically burnt it down you know normally a fire in a cathedral spells the end of the cathedral like people are like that's fire damage dangerous bad the end done um but the people of Segovia loved their cathedral so much and the pope actually came and visited and he saw how much the people loved it. Um, so he, I believe he contributed a little bit to the rebuilding of the spire. So, or bell tower, I should say. Um, and that bell tower was, was saved and rebuilt. Uh, not as tall as the original, but still pretty dang tall. And they did have one of the original bells that survived the fire and didn't get damaged. Um, hanging up there as well um, right. that's pretty cool that's a else, pretty but... pretty robust cathedral then to survive a fire and still live on and it, yes and it was actually the last gothic cathedral that was built in spain oh was it really there you go you get the uh all the good experiences 
So, at least that's what I was told. I mean, <laughs> so why? Because you're an art major. So why did you go to Spain? Because did you get art credits for doing that? No, I got Spanish credits. Yeah, and so because Spanish, Cause did that end Spanish up being women. a minor, or was that a major for you? My Spanish is a major. Yeah. I majored in Spanish and art. Uh, so why yes. why Spanish? <laughs> we we know that you you love your art, but why? Where did this Spanish thing come from? My mom's a Spanish teacher, <laughs> and my dad's ha- my dad's Mexican, so I should be able to speak Spanish, but I can't. <laughs> so did you do any Spanish before you got to Augustana? Yeah, I did Spanish in middle school and high school and Spanish in college. And then I did the study abroad and I came back and I did more Spanish. Um, got the major. But for some, some part of me wanting to study abroad also came from my mom. She's a pretty big inspiration in my life. She... Um, lived abroad for a while and I always admired her for that and the story she told about when she was abroad in different places and I think I wanted to have a different experience that was not wholly American Yeah, and uh, I saw Spain as the perfect opportunity one because I could practice my Spanish two because um the program, I knew that it was in Segovia, and I always found Segovia a little interesting with its history. And I just took that opportunity to learn a different part of the world, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's, uh, that's very important, especially from someone coming from the Midwest. A lot of our classmates that we had at college, many of them had only ever been to like the next state across. So I think it's I think you did extremely well to be able to go to a couple of different countries and experience some different cultures and I'm I'm pretty sure still to this day those people who uh yeah just love their their own hometown a lot of them probably still haven't even left which I think is honestly quite sad because there's a lot to explore in the world and a lot to experience. Well, there's so much and I still want to experience so much more but We'll see where life leads. Yeah. Um, so switching gears a little bit, do you remember much of what happened after you came back from Spain? Because it felt like you were gone forever. It felt like you did a couple of years there, but it was only six months, a semester. Yeah. What was the first time of that or, question? What was it like readjusting? Oh, I fit right back in. I didn't have any issues. Um, I think the readjustment issue came with jet lag and being tired. <laughs> and I guess I missed uh, a couple things about Span- Spanish culture that the United States did not have. Um, such as siestas, you know, midday, everybody take a break, go home. Do whatever, take a nap. Yeah. I would go home and take a nap. Well, I think the naps where we pretty much adopted those at college too. That was a pretty common thing. Quintessential. 
Um, I really missed it. I thought I thought it was phenomenal. I was like, why don't we have like standard across the board naps? This is just not right. <laughs> um, but that that's besides the point. I can live without naps. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I missed was uh, tapas, which is when you, you can go out, get a glass of wine and just like some little treats, little snacks here and there, just some calamari or fried potatoes or I don't even know what it was, but it was really good. Just really it looked good like on a mini a egg roll, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so um, good. We need a, I think need a bit more of that in the the American diet, I think. <laughs> but but I mean they were open up late at night. It wasn't just like everything closes at eight, nine, you're done. It was like it was part of the, you know, party culture a little bit um with their discotecas and clubbing and just go out have fun but part of that was that 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 led me to my alcohol tastes i am probably more of a wine person than a lot of my fellow friends are they're like beers or sweet drinks and i think being in spain you know they're a wine culture Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah um and like living that like even my host family they're like yeah glass of wine there we go and it's just like you learn to appreciate it a little bit more ah so that's where all that alcohol comes from i get it now. became an alcoholic no. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm a, an alcoholic that's not the biggest thing so well i'm gonna ask this question what was if you could give your experience at augie a letter grade what would it be overall or just like a small part of it overall that whole experience what would you give it okay a plus really i suppose we could downgrade it to like a normal a so what made it so good a a plus that's a lie i was gonna say i didn't have to work but i did have jobs (laughs) i don't want to i think you know, just every day I got to see my friends. I got to see you guys. Um, that I was always learning something, and I think knowledge is really power. And the more you know, the better off you are, the better person you can be. And as much as I hated homework and my procrastination skills were off the chart, I think that... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, just... Being in a culture that promoted learning and community um, was something that really resonated with me. I often find myself wishing that I could go back to school, if not just to meet people and learn new things. Yeah. Well, it's obvious that you're a learner. Um, when you say you guys, who were, who are you talking about when you say you guys? All my international friends. (laughs) Just kind of funny. Most of my friends were international students. I did have a few U.S.-based friends, such as Grace and Camille, but my international friends were my my core group. It was uh, Mika, you, your brother, Zawad, Kevin, Aaron. Um, I mean, we didn't really hang out with Andrew so much near the end, but in those first few years, he was pretty tight with all of us. Um. Mm-hmm. And so, 
I'm curious why why do you think that is? Why because we I mean pretty early on we'd formed our, like our friendship group pretty quick because we were just the first people that we kind of met and we didn't really know anyone else and we'd come from all sorts of different countries. Um but then how okay. I don't know how did how do you think you slotted in? Why did you what attracted you to us? I sneaked my way. <laughs> how did I sneak my way into your group? I invaded your posse. Um, do you not like, see. how did this, do happen? you feel like international students are easier to get on with for some reason? More interesting, maybe. Oh, for sure. Interesting. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what happened is. Knowing Nishma and Mika from FYS, uh, off the bat, I was able to just like sit with a lot of international students and uh, hearing about where they came from, it really did interest me. And I love hearing about other people. I just like seeing the differences. And it was really incredible to me about how wonderfully fluent a lot of the international students were in English. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you are incredible. You are <laughs> rock stars because I can barely speak English. So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, how are these people know more about the English language than me? <laughs> I know. I remember we'd have debates in school. We'd be sitting there at, like, the lunch table, and we'd be like, whoa, but we're some of them. It's just, like, words, and we're arguing about words. We're like, no, this is what this means, and... Then, like, they turn to me, like, the American would be like, isn't this what this means? I'm like, I don't really use that word. <laughs> well, I think, and that's that's part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is because, like, the amount of incredible people, like, both based in the US but also coming from overseas, people have, you know, big aspirations. They're really switched on and they're really highly driven to, uh, like, yeah, really make a difference and have a like go deep into their careers, whatever that may be. I think it was. I think really, you guys just inspired me a lot, and I admired all of you so much. Just the courage to come to a different country to study was amazing, and then also I liked being with the international group because then I'd get invited to the international parties and I'd get to try the international food. Oh, and I yes. was obsessed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just a mix uh, of all really sorts have to of cuisine. Nisha would, Nisha would bring me food anyways, but. <laughs> yeah. 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 Spine. Just the, all the different foods. Like you'd get some good flavor from South America. You'd get some African food just all over. Asian food. Because everyone was craving their. Because a lot of people don't particularly like the food in the US. So everyone got kind of homesick of all their their own food. So always yeah. lots of yummy food going around, being cooked up. Oh, for sure. It was... That was fun. Good times, good times. Absolutely. Now, I was going to ask you, we dated for a little while during college. We did. And uh -huh. I'm very interested to know about how that whole thing unfolded for you because we were friends for the first couple of years and then in our junior year somehow that things changed and then we ended up in a relationship 
Yeah. So, like, why, how do you think, I mean, obviously something kind of sparked up. Do you remember any, were there any moments or something that kind of put us on that trajectory? No, <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> I always thought you were kind of cute, and uh, I liked how you were in sports. Um, I loved talking to you. You always were willing to engage with me, like, wholeheartedly. You're like, yeah, you talked to me a lot. We started flirting around in those later years before we started dating. Um... I think I, don't know. Well, I, I I guess I just liked you. I, I can't really say, oh, it was because of this. I liked you. Everything about you. It was just kind of well, thank spontaneous. You. That, that's very kind <laughs> of you. Um, I think that's funny because, well, I mean, by that point, I wasn't playing basketball. My career was over, um, which obviously, no. like, that doesn't define a person, but um, was no but longer there. you still the... love sports. True. Yeah, I mean, I got into volleyball in the later years of um of college, so that was good fun. Um, I do remember <laughs> because actually, let's backtrack even a little bit more. I kind of, and this was only looking back in hindsight that I've kind of put the pieces together. But an interesting moment that I feel like started that sort of um shift from maybe like a friendship to um like more of a partner or a relationship was. We, I was on a trip with, um, Max had flown in from his college, um, and we met up in, where was it, New Orleans, and I had gone with Naoki and Zawad down there. I remember sending you, and you, at, by this point you were in Spain, you'd well into your six months over there, um, and there was just at our Airbnb, we were at this, um, Airbnb in New Orleans, and there was actually a, some some sort of painting on the wall. I wonder if I have a photo of it because I I sent it to you because it was your name, Sophia, written out. And a lot of Sophias are spelt with a PH, but yours is with an F. And this painting just happened to be um, spelt with an F, so I just sent it to you, just like as a casual friend, like oh yeah, I was thinking of you, like obviously because there's a a painting here. But then I remember, I'm pretty sure it was Nauki said something. He just kind of arced up a bit like, ooh, like what's going on there? And I was like, bro, like nothing's going on. What are you talking about? But then I feel like that somehow that must have had an effect moving forward, I think. Um, Started your brain in that trajectory? Must have. Um, but I also, because for the first couple of years, I wasn't interested in relationship with anyone because i was just so focused with basketball that just was not something that i was willing to put any time or effort into i think obviously after the after my demise after sophomore year i um yeah obviously had a bit more free time and i think after when you were coming back after you yeah because you came back after your time away i feel like it was just kind of seeing you in a, a new light i guess so, is there anything else you remember as things sort of started to progress through? Because I have a few, few things that I can touch on, but I'm I'm interested to hear about from your perspective. My perspective. Well, <laughs> really pulling on 
brain strings here. I'm trying to remember anything right now. Yeah, we're trying to get to the good um, stuff, the interesting stuff, the real conversations. I'm trying to think of interesting things. I live a pretty mundane life. Um, well, how about, how about this? I There was a, another time, this was when you were back on campus at Augie, and we there was a few of us in who gathered in Max's room because he was now at Augie. Bang, surprise, he showed up. Um, but it was like Max, I think Tom was there, probably Zawad, maybe even Naoki as well. But I remember I was sitting on a chair and you were just playing with my foot. Like you were just, I don't know, tickling it and weird sort of thing. And I didn't, again, I didn't really think too much of it at the time. But then I think I went away later on and I was talking to Tom about it. I was like, bro, what the hell was that about? And he's like, dude, she likes you. <laughs> so I think, again, that for me, I feel like was kind of the step with sort of, um, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like this girl now. Now I have to, I want to hang out with her a bit more and, yeah, in, I guess, a bit more kind of, yeah, in an exclusive way, I guess. More as like a uh, a partner rather than just a friend. Well, I guess I could say I went into college not necessarily looking for a relationship either. Um, but I saw you, I liked you, and started hanging out, flirting around. Uh, I actually I don't I know have if a photo. There was ever I have a photo specifically. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say I have a photo. Um, again, this kind of backtracks even more. So maybe I wasn't. Maybe it wasn't just all of a sudden. Maybe it actually did build up for quite some time. But freshman year, Halloween. Um, I was dressed up as is that Superman. I dressed up as must have been. I have the photo anyway. But I remember you were dressed up as like a I don't know, like a gypsy. I think it was. But you had the blonde wig on. And for Blonde some reason, hair, I yeah. just thought that was so attractive. I was like, dang, she's super cute. <laughs> well, so, but then, yeah, again, like, that was years before we even started dating. So, I don't know. Okay. Oh, I had fun around Halloween. Yeah, I think Halloween. Halloween's are always, like, some of the best times. Was there any, any highlights that stood out for you? It's for Halloween. Uh, the haunted houses were phenomenal. I remember I would find myself painting other people's faces up for either skulls or let's see, mostly skulls. Everybody wanted skulls, but I did a couple other things. I remember I did uh, the Batman symbol. Oh, yeah. For... yeah, there's a few people running around with that on. What was your favorite uh, costume that you dressed up as? I don't even remember them all. I think don't even remember them I might all. chuck some pictures up uh, and, um, yeah, just for people to look at. Um, well, I can distinctly remember being like a pirate assassin. I enjoyed that one. And I also enjoyed the gypsy one. The gypsy one was fun because that wig really threw a lot of people off. Like, <laughs> it was just immediately girl. walking in the room, nobody really, really recognized me. And then I, <laughs> it was really fun to run up and like hug people and be like, hi. 
hi. And then they're like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, I remember they, I yeah. did that to, to a couple the, of people and they were just floored. Yeah, Halloween. That was, that, that was always, yeah. For me, yeah, each each year that came around, that was always a big highlight. Um, I remember you were Snow White. <laughs> I was, yeah. Beneath those apples. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I, I was pretty proud of that one, not going to lie. <laughs> deeper message, deeper <laughs> meaning. That was gold. So I was Snow White for anyone who, well, wouldn't be able to put two and two together, but I was Snow White because I had basically developed um, a food intolerance so I couldn't apples was something I couldn't eat and I just thought oh you know snow white poison apple well basically I can't eat apples either so there we go it's the cute little message in that one it was very clever um what was the hard- hardest thing that you had to face at college tough time uh, pulling almost all-nighters. <laughs> no, they were all-nighters. Pretty sure I stayed up like two days straight writing up my art history final. <laughs> was that was that a habit that you had the whole time? Because I know later on you definitely did that more and more, it seemed like. Oh, it got worse as time went on. <laughs> um... <laughs> Freshman year, I really tried not to procrastinate, but the further along I got, the worse it got. Um, I think it was definitely something you saw more in the classes that I did not like or want to be in. I could, I found them interesting enough, but I was like, I don't want to do this. Who wants to write a 20-page paper? Not I. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you definitely don't want to but... do it. They, yeah. The night of slash morning of night of when it's due. Yeah, yeah. I still got. I would have gotten an A on that project had I turned it in when it was supposed to instead of like twenty four hours afterwards because I was staying up and hadn't been able to finish it in one night. Yeah, but oops. <laughs> so. Going along from that, is there anything, if you could go back, is there anything that you would have done differently? Oh, yeah. I suppose I would have tried to be a little bit more on top of my homework. But I think looking back, my biggest regret probably about college was that I was so studious. I wish I had been like a little bit more... Who really cares about this? Let me spend more time with the people that matter to me. I remember writing that art paper. I know everybody else, all all of you guys had gone to hang out with uh, Kevin because he was leaving earlier than other people. And uh, I know that I didn't get to hang out with him as much that particular year because I was procrastinating. And uh, I think... I wish that I had been able to spend more time with you guys. Mm. I think. And I also wish that I'd like known myself a little bit better, gone to therapy more. I don't know. Mm. Therapy for what? Uh, I struggle with depression. It really started showing its face in college. 
Um, so just ha learning how to work with and around that instead of just locking myself in my room a lot. Mm. Yeah, which, uh, yeah. I mean, as we were dating, that was something that, well, ultimately was the reason kind of why we decided to break up was because, well, yeah, you just felt like you couldn't give to the relationship because you just felt depressed a lot of the time. I really was. Um, right around then, it was probably that dang near some of its worst in college. Um, and I appreciated how Augie provided free therapy sessions, but it was, yeah, I had a hard time connecting at that point with anybody. I just kind of, everything was a little superficial for me at that point in time. It was, well, I guess, well, I obviously spent a bit more time with you later on, but did you sort of have that throughout your whole time at Augie? Yes, and no. Um, freshman year, it wasn't as bad. Sophomore year, it started getting worse, and it just kind of was really bad. Senior year, I feel like, just kind of progressively got worse. And you still don't know where that kind of came from, because it almost feels like it's not like, I don't know, it's, it's yeah, not, not necessarily, because you, you did say that it did start somewhere in high school but we're not really sure exactly where or why. Yeah, I can't pinpoint a specific time. I do, looking back, I can see that it was like in high school and stuff. And I mean, I still struggle with it now and I still see like a therapist. And I think it's really important that I follow through with that a lot of times because when I'm not, it, it does affect a lot of my relationships. Um, even with my mom, I mean, <laughs> it's not always pretty at home um, if I'm not on top of it. Yeah. Well, it's, um, yeah, it's good that you, you do find it important to like, stay on top of it the best you can. And it may, may not be still something that you're over, but you're definitely working towards it. So I think that's very important. So well yeah. done. Well done. We'll you. see. <laughs> thanks it sounds great but really there's a lot of times where i'm just like you could scrape me off the floor with like a pancake flipper <laughs> spatula yeah floor sophia <laughs> straight into the trash i think um yeah i'll we'll take a quick little tangent because this is just i don't even know how many people i've told if anyone but there was this really weird day it would have been, it was sort of during the middle of winter, it would have been sophomore year because I was still playing basketball. We'd actually had the day off practice because, I don't know, it got cancelled for some reason, which was very rare. That basically never happened. But it's always kind of a relief when practice is cancelled because it is pretty intense. So I got to, I remember being in the library and I was just going to, I was just doing some studying for the day to catch up on some stuff. But I remember that whole day, I just felt super depressed. And I remember being like, I felt like a victim because I was like, there is absolutely no reason for me to feel depressed. Um, and it's only ever been like that one off day where there was kind of no rhyme or reason for it. There's been plenty of days since where I haven't been feeling great, but there's been a lot more like circumstance that sort of has 
I guess, why that would happen. But that particular day, it, it just felt like for no reason whatsoever. I just felt like just really... I don't even know. I don't don't even know how to describe the feeling, but depressed is basically probably the best way to describe it. But it was kind of gone the next day, so I don't know how relevant it is sharing that. But I, yeah, I just found it super interesting. I ended up writing a paper in one of my, I think it was a religion class. I ended up writing about twenty page paper about depression because I was just interested in finding more out about it after that experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, that that's. Very nice of you to share. I think that's something that can help you like relate to other people. Like, I mean, for me, that that's a lot of days are like that. There's no rhyme or reason as to why I'm depressed, why I feel like I do. And some days it's, uh, yeah, I feel sorry for myself. Other days I'm like, why do I feel so bad when other people like are thriving or other people have it worse than me? And it's like, you know, those are the cliches. Like, why do I feel bad? But no rhyme or reason. Your brain just decides to not want to be happy. And you got to work really hard to know it. Yeah. So you got your degree. So you, and what was your official... So you finished with major in Spanish, major in art. Did you have minors as well? I did. I had an entrepreneurship minor. Entrepreneurship minor. There you go. See, this is an academic right here. Um, have you used that degree since? Any of them or a specific one? <laughs> Has it been useful for you uh, in the working life? That many. <laughs> uh, sure. You know, you can't unlearn things per se. Um, my art definitely helps me in my current job which is um, what <laughs> i am a design assistant at a company called new spaces they're a design build firm and i get to work closely with uh, everybody in the company actually so that engages both arts and entrepreneurship a little bit so um the company is a smaller company, meaning I get to help out with everything. I get to see the marketing side. I get to see the management side, the project control, the actual designing, the communicating with the clients and making sure they're happy, making sure things are ordered on time and making sure that everybody in the company is like on the same track, that we're all following the same timeline, you know? Um, but I think it's it's really interesting because, you know, I can have ideas and I appreciate that my company, you know, they take things that I say and they're like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll think about that. It's not just like brush it off, but I'm a valuable member of the team there. Amazing. Um, I do wish that I could work more with the designers and use more of my art and less of my entrepreneurship, I think. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> I'm glad that I have both. I <laughs> think that they're both able to help me and everybody at the company is willing to work with me. So amazing. And that's you what had I to... do. And that's how many <laughs> yourself. You had to do some further studying to get that job too. Then I went back to school for uh design it. It was not mandatory. You do not have to go to design school for to become a designer. 
by any means. A lot of people actually don't, I think. Um, not necessarily the best. Kind of like uh, teachers that were formerly taught how to be teachers. Um, and so cause that was a college I, you were at? I went to Century College, which is the college my brother went to. It's a local community college. He obviously was doing other things, but I zeroed in on their kitchen and bath design course, and I got certified in kitchen and bath design. Um, as you know, kitchens and bathrooms are some of the most highly used rooms in a house, and they need to function and flow properly. You got to learn a little bit of plumbing, a little bit of electrical, and space management, distances. Um, you get to learn code. Um, really? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very practical skill to have, I think. Because everyone needs a bathroom, yeah. everyone needs a kitchen. Mm-hmm. I think for me, a little bit was going back to what is a career that I can put myself in where I'm helping people. And at the same time, I'm able to use my art and my skills. And in this way, I can give my artistic opinion. I can help stage homes for showcases, which we're actually doing one this weekend. Super fun, super fun. The luxury home tour. Um, <laughs> and we're mad dash decorating this house. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Um, but being able to help people create their dream homes or just even make a space more functional for them with their busy lives and their families, it, it, I feel like it's a good way to help people, you know, not everybody can move houses and be like, oh, we're just going to relocate to this bigger and better house. Well, you know, sometimes we have to make do with what we have, but let's make it better. And that's something that New Spaces does for people. We change lives. Yeah, that's amazing. And in the process, we 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 meet a lot of wonderful clients and we create wonderful relationships with them. A lot of New Spaces clients from before I started continue to come back to New Spaces events and engage with us and continue to recommend us to other people because they appreciate how we've made these connections with them and changed their lives. Terrific. So you think it was all worth it then? The college at Augie and also the further studies? Sure. Yes. Sure. For my current position, yes. Is there somewhere else sometimes you want to be? Sometimes I wonder, sometimes I wonder, like, maybe if I just held on and stuck out, couple more miserable chemistry courses if I could be an optometrist, you know, and then four more years of school. But <laughs> I do wonder a lot. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound fun. But I, I wonder sometimes if that would have been a career where I could engage with people more in the level that I want to. But sometimes I... I don't know if design is even the right path that I want to continue to follow. I... I often, I'm I'm looking at welding classes right now. I'll be honest. I'm looking <laughs> at welding classes. I know when I graduated, they're all like, oh, what are you going to do? And I was like, I have no idea. Maybe I want to look into, like, even right after graduating, I was potentially looking at different schools. I wanted to look more into the arts, like stonemasons and um, metalworking cast iron i wanted to 
be more in a niche market, I think. Mm. But well, I think so. From, I'm still looking at schooling. From my perspective, it seems <laughs> like you. Well, yeah, just your artistic ability and your creativity. I feel like is what kind of sparks your curiosity, and that's also probably your driver to learn as well. And that's why you maybe mm-hmm. don't want to settle into this design job because yeah, there's other skills to learn, like welding and other niches to go down. It's not that I regret any of the classes I've taken. I'm really happy that I have, and I wouldn't unlearn anything if I had the opportunity. I just I want to keep learning. I want to learn more skills, be able to do more things. I think it's something that's important to me. That's great. And to finish off, if there was someone thinking about uh, about going to college, what would you say to them? well your studies are important and you should keep your grades up don't procrastinate but make sure you spend time with the people that are important to you the people you meet in college could be lifelong friends and you don't want to lose that it's a wonderful wonderful world to be in with the same people that you love very well said i think that's a perfect way to end it thank you so for so for your time yeah thanks for having me (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry.